Welcome to Choir Talks. All right, let's talk about this COVID thing. It has disrupted our lives. It has it's caused tragedy in many families. It's changed our habits. It's canceled our events. It's separated us from friends and family. And many Christians are asking a question like this, is God judging us through this pandemic? Well, I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet, so I'm not gonna try to answer that question. But a better question that maybe Christians should ask is, how is God working in the midst of this crisis, in the midst of this pandemic? Um, I I can't even answer that question fully, but I feel confident that God is working through all of this. And we need to seek out and and understand what is is he doing? You know, in some ways, being a believer has not cost us that much in America during our lifetimes. But now... uh, you know, instead of being ministered to and sitting back and being ministered to by the church, we are having to be the church in some new ways in our in our own homes, in our communities, uh, and so uh, it is. It's causing us to to have some change, and we need to be seeking the the Lord and and seeing, you know, what is He saying to us? And then, really, this comes down to this question: How is God working in my life during this pandemic? That's a question that I should be asking, and you should be asking, and we should be really seeking an answer there. We can come up with that answer. Um, right now, in, in my personal quiet time, I'm reading through the book of Isaiah, and I'm, I'm loving it, especially reading it in light of COVID. It's really speaking to me. Uh, I want you to hear what God says in chapter 43 of Isaiah. Uh, just to give you context, he's speaking to the Jewish people during the time of their exile. Their, their homeland has been destroyed. Many of their friends have been killed, and uh, they are off in a different country in exile. So what's going on in their lives is way more difficult than what's going on in our lives. But sometimes you and I might feel like we're in exile here in the middle of this pandemic. We're separated from a lot of the ways and paths and friends that, we, that are familiar to us. And it might feel like exile. So here's what God says to the people in the middle of exile. Verse one says, do not fear. Now let's just stop there. I just want you to catch that. The mighty one, the one who is mighty to save says three words and and I want you to hear them deep in your soul. They are for you today. Do not fear. God goes on to say why we should not fear. The next sentence is, I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Do not fear. Why? Because I've redeemed you. Uh, Whatever you're worried about, whatever work that you are fearful that God couldn't do, he has already done an infinitely more difficult thing in your life. He's redeemed you. He's brought you out of spiritual darkness, spiritual bondage, and freed you and brought you into spiritual light. He's redeemed you. He has called you by name. Did you hear that? That means that as an individual, God is, knows where you are in the middle of this crisis. And then the, the last phrase was, you are mine. Because he has redeemed you, you are a child of God. If you are his follower, you are also his child. And so God is with you. And then verse two, and this is so beautiful. He, he paints this picture of how he is with those exiles and our own exiles in our, this time of pandemic, that we can, can hear this also as a promise to us. Listen to verse two. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, 
you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Man, that's beautiful assurance, isn't it? It's a great scripture. You ought to mark that, uh, Isaiah 43, 2. Mark it in your Bible and, and just hear the Lord speaking that over you. The Israelites that first heard that, they would have heard it uh, in their ears this way. When you walk through the waters, they would have associated that, no doubt, with those, their Israelite forefathers walking through the waters of the Red Sea while God who was with them separated the waters so that they could walk on dry land. And then he says, when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And their, their minds would have easily gone to the, the Israelite people crossing the, the River Jordan, where God again separated the waters and allowed them to walk through uh, safely. Uh, and then he says, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. And I, I'm sure that they would have thought about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were dropped into a fiery furnace. And yet there was a fourth person in that fire. It was the Lord himself in there with them. He was with them in the midst of that fire and they were not burned. So uh, as the Lord promises his presence through difficulties with them and with you, he is also reminding us of the miraculous times when he was with his children before. This is an unprecedented time for us in our lives, but it's not unprecedented for God. He has been through pandemics and and crises uh, with believers throughout every generation. And this is not catching him off guard. I'm going to skip a little ahead in this chapter. Here's verses 18 and 19. And again, this is the voice of God speaking through the prophet. And he says this, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now, that's an awesome verse, too. He is, he is saying that even while they're in exile, even while they feel like they're in crisis, uh, he is doing something new. I'm convinced that God is doing something new in our world right now, in the life of the church, and in your life, in the midst of this. I believe he's working. Notice here that it starts this way, though. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. One thing that I find when I have conversations with with, um, brothers and sisters is they talk about, I wish it would go back to normal. I wish they look back and want to take what was in the past and bring it to now. But things are not normal right now. And so hear this word from the Lord. Forget the former things. Don't get so focused on that this is just a waiting period to get back to normal because this is more than that. God is doing something new and we need to understand what it is. So not just waiting for new normal, but understanding how God is moving now. So he says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? What I hear in do you not perceive it is that, um, that God is calling them to embrace the newness of what he is doing. He's calling them to perceive it, to see this new work that he is doing in their midst and to, and to embrace it. So what is God doing now in your life that, that you need to recognize, perceive, and, and embrace? 
for them and their struggle, they were focused on their difficulty. So he says again, I'm making a way in the wilderness. And he certainly was. He was about to call those exiles, uh, exiled people out of those foreign countries, out of Babylon and Assyria, and back into their homeland. He was going to make a way in the wilderness. He was going to make for them streams in the wasteland that was their homeland before. So God is at work. It is hard to see maybe what he's doing, but, but know that he is doing a new thing and that you need to embrace it. So what is God doing in your life? Are you embracing it? What is he teaching you right now? In all the things that might be changing in your life, what is it that might need to change? Ask the Lord that question. Uh, what is God calling you to, to put down? that maybe you've been carrying before that it is unnecessary and not, or not good. Maybe he's calling you in the midst of this to pick up something new. Behold, I'm doing something new. So what is it new that God is calling you to do? Hey, be on the lookout for what God is doing right now in your life. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for brothers and sisters who are watching or listening to this podcast God, I pray your favor over them. And Lord, I pray that that you would open our spiritual eyes to see, Lord, how you're working in the world around us and how you're working in our lives and our families and our churches, God, so that we can perceive and embrace the new work that you're doing, so that we can follow you with all of our heart, so that this time is not just a wasted time. But when we get to the end of it, we will be new. We will be changed. We will have learned uh, lessons that you are trying to teach us right now, God. Open our eyes, Lord. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.